Support for this podcast comes from Frito-Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito-Lay Snacket Challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about primetime matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty? Or will Smart Food use their smarts for a surprise upset? Only you can decide. Get in on all the action for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. Let your snacks be heard. Just go to Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void but prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. What is going on, Suns fans? Justin coming at you. And as always, I'm here with my podcasting partner, Paul. How's it going? And we are here with the latest episode of The Bright Side of the Sun by the fans, for the fans, for the fans, by the fans. Doesn't hey, matter which way I week. say that. <laughs> I didn't say for the Suns. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, podcast. Um, we took last week off, but here we are today, back, coming at you. I'm sure you all missed us, so don't worry. We're perfectly fine. Paul and I took a nice little vacation, kicked back on the beach, had some Mai Tais, did that kind of stuff. But we're back, ready to talk suns, ready to talk whatever random stuff comes into our head. And um, hopefully uh, we get through this without, you know, offending one another or getting into a fight or something. I don't know. Um, But at any rate. I mean, hey, we got actual games to talk about that count. Finally. Oh, that's you know? very that is a very good point. We have games to talk about. We have Archie Goodwin to talk about. We have the rest of the NBA to talk about. We've got um I wanna remind everybody about uh Brightside Night that's coming up that we're uh trying to raise money for on the why website. You, why are you looking at me all weird when you say that? I don't know. Stop looking at me and just say <laughs> Anyways, it. anyways, uh Brightside Night. Uh if you check out uh the website, Dave's got a post about that. We're trying to raise money to send a bunch of underprivileged kids to their first NBA game. So it's the it's the December 11th game, Suns versus Pelicans. You know, hey, if we're going to send them a game, might as well send them a game where they can actually see one of the potential uh, best players in the league in Anthony Davis. You still, keep, better than you the still Suns. keep looking at me weird. Stop. <laughs> I know. Hey, when I'm trying to, like, actually tell stuff that's, like, this you know, is like, this is why, down. This is the, folks, this is why we let Paul just talk, like, the weird nerdy basketball stuff, and I do the other things. But, hey. I'm so much better thought, off the top. I thought I would give him a try, mm-hmm. and, um, well, maybe everybody else is fine, but I'm very uncomfortable right now. And, anyways, just – the, the details on it, we're looking for uh, $16 uh, gets one ticket for one of these kids to go see the game. If you spent, if you pay $160 uh, to send 10 kids to the game, you'll also be able to get uh, two tickets for yourself to go. And the, for the first 25 people to pay for that, we'll um, get access to a uh, pregame uh, Q&A with uh, Ryan McDonough himself, which uh, sounds like a really fun time. Justin and I already donated. so um, We did. Please, uh, if you have the money, please donate, and uh, we're looking forward to seeing you at the game. We're looking forward to try to send a thousand kids to this game this year. So, um, please uh, go check out the website and follow through with the links to uh, get the, uh, buy those tickets. Are you are you done now? I am done now. That was that was smooth, natural. <laughs> I loved every second <laughs> like of it. Butter. Like butter. That was very well done, Paul. Everybody's favorite public speaker. I think I might send you to do a little speech at my kid's school. I don't know. Maybe. We'll see. Um, But at any rate, now that we have discussed the Bright Side Night, which is a – all kidding aside, it is a 
great chance to do some good for some young kids here in uh, the Phoenix area. I know I grew up going to Suns games with my dad, and uh, I think that every kid should have the opportunity to do that. Unfortunately, some don't, and here's the chance for anybody listening to go ahead and do that. We've both, both I know, put them out there on various social media areas too, so if you've seen it on our social media and you haven't on uh, F- Facebook and Twitter and you haven't already donated then I, I'm, I'm disappointed in you, frankly. Uh, but at any rate, please go ahead, go to brightsideofthesun.com and donate. Uh, moving on. Yeah. Moving on. Uh, you might hear that perhaps we sound a little bit clearer today, except for myself, because I am a little bit under the weather. But me being the trooper that I am, I'm still here giving you guys the dirt making fun of Paul, doing whatever it is that I do, and uh, hopefully entertaining folks. Uh, one of the things that uh, we did hear a lot of feedback about is the sound quality of the cast, of the pod. So we went ahead and got microphones, and unfortunately, Paul's voice is going to sound exactly the same. In <laughs> fact, it might be a little bit worse. I'll see if I can edit it, make him sound like James Earl Jones or something, but unfortunately, I'm not that good with that stuff, so you're all probably going to have to just deal with it. So sorry James about Jones that. Jones making fall asleep, though. I keep everybody awake with this screeching. <laughs> you make people's ears bleed, but that's same difference. <laughs> same difference. Kidding, buddy. I love you. Hey, I know. I love you. I've been trying to put the voice out of my head for the past 20 years, folks. It doesn't go away. But that's a good thing. Anyway, okay. So should we talk about the Suns now? Yeah, or we were five we... minutes in and we haven't said a word about the Suns. That was actually really good. We were literally at five minutes when you said that. I'm impressed. All right. Well, yeah, but let's actually talk about the Suns. This might be the first time you ever impressed me. Let's – okay. Okay, yeah. Past Moment it. of we're silence for the okay. first time I impressed Justin. Okay, moving on. All right. So first two games of this week. Uh, well, let's start let's, – let's back up first. What happened before those first two games was Archie, Archie Goodwin being – Straight up released. Straight up released. Straight up released. Yeah, yeah, a little bit of a surprise. Definitely a little bit of a surprise. I mean, because I, mean, I could obviously see them not giving him an extension, but to basically release him before his rookie contract's up. Definitely a surprise. I said that for the fourth time. Was it a surprise, Paul? Yes. Thank you. Continue. You're um, I know. Uh, Sounds like he had asked for a trade, and apparently the Suns couldn't even get the minimum of what they wanted for him. So uh, they just, rather than dealing with another disgruntled player, it seems like McDonough has uh, learned from prior mistakes and was just like, we'll eat the two mil. And that's kind of seems what it looked like. I mean, I wish the guy well. He uh, seemed like he was involved in the community, was... Uh, as stand-up uh, player as he could. I mean, obviously he uh, was disgruntled with his position and playing time, but he, for the most part, took it and rolled with it. Well, you say he, obviously he was disgruntled. Uh, obvi- obviously, according to reports, he asked for a trade, so that would indicate that he's disgruntled, yes? Is that what you're getting at? No, I mean, if he, quotes over the past couple years, like he was disgruntled about playing time and things of that nature. You can... I mean, he never straight out came out and said it if, like, if I don't – or maybe he did. He might have said if I don't uh, get playing time, it's going to be an issue. But um, I think he said something to that effect. That's Are you just making up quotes now? Hey, I make up stats. I make up quotes. 
But what you can learn, everybody, is whenever Paul says something, it's probably not true. I, it, it's sixty forty. <laughs> that's, that's okay. you know what? Okay, I, I, I can live with that. All right. Well, okay. Let's 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 stop worrying about. Oh boy. Sorry, we are actually watching the game four of the World Series as we're doing this. So if there are random outbursts, it's because something happens. Anyway, let's get beyond what Archie said, according to you. Yeah. Maybe. Potentially. And get into what do you think about the move? Was it the right move? Was it the wrong move? Should they have said, hey, let him hang around and see what happens? Because he hasn't gotten a chance yet to this point, obviously. But perhaps that's because he hasn't shown that he deserves the chance. Did they give up too early without getting anything? Where's the harm in keeping him around? I understand the whole disgruntled thing, but what do you think? Should they have stuck it out, let him hang out for another year, especially if they're not going to trade him? And he's floating out there in no man's land right now. Um, I really can't believe I'm feel like McD really was probably asking for That's more. what we call Ryan McDonough, by the way, McD, just in case anybody's wondering. Go on. <laughs> um, I just, I'm, my perception, based on the fact that they couldn't have made even a trade for a late protected second round pick for him, makes me wonder if McD was asking for too much. Like, his, his value of what he was willing to trade Archie for was higher than what anybody was willing to give, but he, but then he was willing to release them. So I don't know. Paul's having an internal debate right now because I was going to say just that <laughs> if he's asking for too much and then he releases him, isn't that more indicative of what Archie's value is around circles in the league? If he can't get a conditional, I mean, the Spurs find all sorts of gems and all sorts of players. God, I hate it, but. It happens. If they thought there was value there, I'm sure they'd be like, hey, McD. Again, that's what we call Ryan well, McDonough. I mean, hey, hey, let me finish. <laughs> they probably would have been like, hey, here's a 2047 conditional second-round pick. Can we have Archie Goodwin? At least something would have come back. I mean, I, I, I just think about the 76ers who have, like, nothing in the backcourt at all. And 8,000 second-round picks. And they weren't willing to give up one of those for Archie Goodwin. And they have $8 billion in cap room, too. So, like, yeah, there's a lot there that makes me wonder what was going behind the scenes and what is talked about in league circles that they couldn't couldn't find anybody to bite on this kid who had shown a lot of potential. A lot of potential, a lot of athleticism, maybe put in the right system, given a role where he can actually be on the court and develop. Um, you know, because there's those guys who develop in practice and they look great in practice, but because they're not getting the game minutes, it's just not showing. Um, I just, it, there must have been something else there that he's not, he was, they weren't able to find the minimum for him, and he wasn't picked up on waivers. Right. Well, let's, what about, we go back to a couple episodes ago, you had pointed out that Archie's shot has not improved, and I suggested maybe he just sits in the gym and bricks shots all the time, and maybe that's part of it, is he just isn't developing as the player. We saw, man, his, the last game of his rookie year, was that two years ago then? Three. Three years ago. Well, 
You dropped like what, 30, 29? 30 points, I believe it was, on the Kings. And I was like, ho, 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 <laughs> this boy right here. Well, this is going to be were. sweet. Yeah. And then, well, then he got released two years, yeah. three years later, whatever. So, anyway, okay, so Archie Goodwin's gone. Best of luck to him. I'm sure someday he's going to become a member of the Spurs and win a title, yeah. as you had suggested off air before. Yeah. And,. Make us all just weep a little bit into an IPA or something. Um, I mean, I just one last point. I just say, with all the injuries that there were last year, he got significant time, and I feel like he proved he, at the very least he was an NBA player. Not a, maybe not a starter, but a player who could hang in the league. And the fact that he's currently not in the league and hanging out with Kendall Marshall, just um, throwing out just him throwing and Kendall. Out. Um, my just, ties on the beach, like you and me. Yeah, uh, just I don't know. It says something. I'm really not sure what yet, but we'll. See. I'll be interested to see how it develops over the next few months. Yeah, for sure. I, I you know, and I think he'll find a spot in the league. And, you know, honestly, I think that Ryan McDonough did a lot to repair, perhaps, some of the damage that was done when we went through the whole. Isaiah Thomas, Goran Dragic, Dragic, Dragic. Dragic. Who is the other guy? Oh, yeah. Marquise um, Morris. No. <laughs> Brandon Knight. Yeah, that guy. The one that's still here. <laughs> I forget his name. Um, because I think there was a lot of you know negativity uh, when all of that went down, which is not necessarily entirely unfair. But here he is letting go of a kid who he could have just – Kept on the roster for a year. Forced to because, stay at the end of the bench. Right, because maybe, by all accounts, apparently he wanted, he being Archie, wanted a shot somewhere else. So, okay, that is enough Archie Goodwin. That was even, too more, much Archie Goodwin. even more time than we Paul spent spitting out the bright side night, which, again, brightsideofthesun.com. Go and donate so you can send some kids to a Suns game against the Pelicans so they can watch... Anthony Davis. Paul's favorite player. (laughs) I don't know if that's true, but maybe it is. No, it's not. Oh, okay. He's very, very good. He is. So it's a nice callback. Thank you. (laughs) I do what I can. Thank you for the compliment. Anyway, so um, maybe now we talk about the games. Yeah. So first game of the season. Disaster? Yeah, that's a fair word. I don't think anybody expected it to start off as just putridly horrible as it did. There were some flashes. They came yeah, back a this, little bit in the second half. Thanks we to got the young excited guys. and we were like, hey, they're only down by 13 with like four minutes left. Yeah, and... Which is sad that we're saying, hey, we're excited about that. But <laughs> it was it was pretty much an unmitigated disaster. Uh, but what do you think? What kind of positives can you take out of it? What kind of negatives do you take out of it? What are your thoughts out of that first game? And let's keep it below the eight minutes you just spent talking about Archie Goodwin. Paul. I can do that. Um, I thought the young guys looked really good, obviously. Um, that They were the spark that brought the Suns back into making it at least for a short period of time, a respectable game. Um, you know, you, bringing Euless and Bender in was a great move by Watson. If I'm not mistaken, um, I recall that Bender's first made shot was a banked-in three. 
I believe so. Sick. Yeah. Hey, you know what? He's just changing the NBA game already. He's going to walk in and start banking hey, three he went pointers. Three for three. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe he'll start shooting granny free throws too. I'd love that. Isn't didn't some guy start doing that this season? I don't know. I think somebody did. Are you making more stuff up? Yes. Stop no. it. Stop it. Yeah, which one is it? Yes or no? You sound, I, you sound confused. Go back to what you were I talking about. Drunk. See, I, 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 I get myself, I interject in Paul's thought process and things just go awry. So I apologize to everybody listening. Paul, continue. I'm not going to because it's just going to go. Because you don't remember else. where you were, right? I don't. No, you were talking about the young guys coming in, providing the spark. Right, and which which you're you're right about. Earl Watson even mentioned the fact that that was exactly the case. I think he made a comment after the game saying they're the second unit now. Uh, that's where you were. You're yeah. welcome. Continue. Thank th- thank you for jumping uh, two steps ahead and using, doing it much more concisely than I could. Um, yeah, and he continued that into the next game. He actually proved it. He did. Uh, Ulyss and Bender were both significantly in the rotation, way better than. Uh, I mean, Tucker got four minutes last game and did nothing with those four minutes. It'll be interesting to kind of see how that plays out over the next uh, few weeks because, I mean, Tucker's already lost his starting spot to Warren. I don't if know Tucker if wants to fight Earl Watson, I think he'll win. I don't know. Earl Watson's scrappy, and I'm not sure. Earl Watson will, like, talk him down, though. And, like, <laughs> and then he'll end up being like, you know what, Coach? Just, I'm, it's fine. It's Isn't fine. Earl Watson from, like, I'm I, not going to say anything. <laughs> I don't know, man. Just stop making stuff up. No, you don't continue making stuff up because it's too much fun for me. Okay, so anyway, you said that Earl Watson played Tucker like two minutes. Go on. He I see. Like I felt I had to put Paul back on track. He played like four minutes, and obviously um, Warren has uh, pretty much solidified his position for the moment anyway at the small forward spot. By that freaking sweet game last night. I know. Jumping I mean, ahead. Go ahead. Jumping ahead. But, yeah, back to that first game. Do we actually – actually, do we want to talk about that first game outside of talking about the young guys? You know what? No. <laughs> no. Yeah. No, I'm done with it. I, yeah. I'd like to pretend that it didn't happen outside of the fact that it's a loss, which is a win as far as I'm concerned and what I want the Suns to do this year. I don't want them – we talked about this before. I don't want them to be like, hey, we're competitive. We're going to keep trying to win, blah, 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 blah. blah. the 13th pick in the draft oh, again. Oh, my goodness. Please don't do that again. And I'm looking up a quote right now on my phone because <laughs> I saw – so I was on ESPN.com the other day, uh, Zach Lowe. Yeah, I love Zach Lowe. Yeah, I know. That's why I paused for a second so you could say that exact phrase with that exact inflection in your voice. That He's was awesome. probably my ba- favorite He's basketball phenomenal. writer. He is phenomenal. Zach Lowe. Great podcast, phenomenal. too. Not as good as ours. No. Of course not. But, Very different. But Zach Lowe, different than this, Zach Lowe had a ESPN Insider piece recently about NBA tiers. Right. When talking about the Suns, he said, and I quote because I'm prepared for our cast here. You're professional? For our pod. And I put it in my phone. Quote, the Suns have to avoid doing something dumb to chase a short-term high. Thank you, Zach Lowe. I could not agree more. Well, let's not go and be like, oh, we're going to go get some menial veteran or we're going to go and try to run our older guys out there to try to you know, scrape out wins so maybe we can have a shot at perhaps having the eighth seed, which probably isn't realistic anyway. And then we end up in the middle of the lottery where Milk. the chances the of end? us... 
Uh, excuse me. Yes, 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 yes. After the lottery, I guess, yeah. or at the end of the lottery. Yeah. Um, where are the chances of us landing a Devin Booker type player again? Again, would be very or Steve Nash type player. Yeah. Eh? Would be very slim. So I could not agree with that thought process more. Totally agreed. We don't want to go and do that kind of silliness. So let's just take away from game one. They lost. That's all. And the young guys came in and were like, we got this. We can play some ball in the NBA. Let's move on to the second game. Game two think? is actually to continue by the way, that point. By the way, wait. One last thing from game one. Suns did not cover the spread. That also doesn't help, says a friend of mine I heard through the grapevine. Go on. Game two is actually... They covered the spread in game two. That is awesome. Go on. <laughs> really, I'm not interrupting you again. Well, Go on. That actually goes into what the point I was going to say is game two is actually what I hope to see more of this season is the Suns being competitive but losing. So that was it was a great display, particularly early on when they got out to a uh, strong lead in the first quarter. Um with, with the starters, uh, particularly Warren, as we as we had mentioned earlier, um, getting in there and just scoring buckets and actually playing a little bit of defense, kind of went away as the game went on. But um, it's probably a little bit to do with uh, Westbrook being Westbrook. Uh, go on. <laughs> Wait, you? I thought you kind of liked Westbrook no, for no, a second. No, no, you, no, 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 no. Okay, yes. <laughs> it's, I. See, this I is do an not like debate. I do not like Russell Westbrook. I love Russell Westbrook. But the other night when that fan in Philly gave him the double bird <laughs> and he shot that look, that made me do a complete 180 on how I feel about that guy. Then then the next day I saw the extended video where he went and complained to a ref about what a fan was doing. So I 180 completely back the other way. That's just, come on, bro. You're, you're upset that some fan gave you the double finger. Make and, a funny and face and point at him. That's great. He also apparently called the fan a fat ass or something like that. That's just rude. Possibly deserved. Why? Did you see the fan? You just call people fat, man. Paul, good lord. Hey, maybe let's we'll stop. Let's yeah. stop. You don't. Hey, whoa, bro. Whoa. Easy. Anyway, anyway, you still don't complain to a referee. What? What is the referee? <laughs> I guess I apparently. Who else could he complain to? Nobody. That's the thing. Don't complain to anybody. <laughs> guess what? You make a kajillion dollars a year. That guy pays a bunch of money. He's apparently a doctor, too. That probably didn't go well for his practice. But that guy pays a bunch of money to sit in the front row and watch you play basketball. Not and you give you the double finger. Yeah, but you know what? That's fine. So be it. Just take the bad with the good. And there's a lot there's of good in being an NBA player. It was a weird scene. Cause, I mean, it's the 76ers versus Oklahoma City. What's the? It's not like it was. there's like a rivalry there. To like sure, but maybe he of, just doesn't like Russell Westbrook. Maybe that guy, maybe maybe the fan went to USC and doesn't like UCLA grads. How about that, Paul? Maybe. Think deeper. Maybe the fan's a big Kevin Durant fan. Maybe. maybe. <laughs> exactly. He's not even from Philly. He's just, <laughs> I don't know where Kevin Durant's from. He's from where Kevin Durant's from. Kevin Durant's from D.C. Oh. Oh. Well, now yeah. I know where Kevin, is that Knowing true? Half the battle. Is that true? 
Yes, it is. Okay. <laughs> yes, it is. Because that was the big deal about the Wizards trying to Yeah, you're him. right. Okay, okay. Anyway, uh, I feel like we might have just gotten off topic. Which we do a lot. We were talking about the second Suns game. Yes, we were. Somehow we started talking about Russell Westbrook. <laughs> we just started talking about the second Suns game. Talking about Paul, Paul started... Hey, we'll just hey. leave it alone. Well, we were playing the By Thunder. the way, Paul... They were playing the Thunder. Pot, kettle, the whole fat guy thing. Come on. Hey, Paul's, working Paul's, at Paul's, it. Paul's looking good these days, folks. Working at it. He got a little bigger back, back, back a couple years ago. He's looking better. better. Yeah, but th- that's all in context because, I mean, when you met me, how small was I? You weighed like 100 pounds. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> well, this is very entertaining. But back to the Suns game. <laughs> back to the Suns game. Meanwhile, this dude's out there listening to this going, <laughs> Is there just, any Suns talk? I just wanted to hear them talk about the Suns' second game. And we got NBA in here. So go on. Okay. Go on, go on. So um, I thought it was a it was a good game. It was The Suns were really competitive. Um, obviously, it was Warren was a star, but there were definitely some other bright moments to it. Uh, Bledsoe did some things I really like to see. I mean, definitely like distribute the ball, some good defense in there. Um, some he came on from a scoring perspective in the second half. Um, Booker was pretty consistent, I would say. I think he's kind of starting to find his game a little bit. It's, um, it's slightly erratic, which is kind of weird to say when I just said he was consistent, but he's he's not what everybody has been hoping him to be since he's been kind of thrust into this face of the franchise thing yet, which um, I think that just kind of might take time and maybe a little bit of the pressure's getting to him. Maybe he's kind of forcing things a little bit. But um, once he rounds that into form and like a one-two punch of him and, and Warren could be great for the next couple of seasons, especially if Chris and or Bender and or Ulysses develop if we can if we can hit two out of three of those rookies this year i mean i think obviously that's a, an above average um record if we can hit on two of those two agreed. Of those rookies agreed so let me ask you this i i after the scrimmage and the first one or two preseason games i had said are you worried about devin booker and you had it unequivocally said no he'll be fine and then he proceeded to like blow up for like 30 points like six minutes the next game or something <laughs> ridiculous are you concerned about devin booker not yet oh but you're getting concerned because <laughs> before you were like no he's fine now you're saying not yet now i'm saying not yet yes i'm allowed to change my mind <laughs> it is just an opinion it's not a fact <laughs> You change facts, too, so I guess it doesn't matter, <laughs> but go true. on. This is true. Um, no, I'm, I'm not concerned about him yet because he is starting to ride in form. I mean, he still scored, I believe, 21 points. I, 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 I'll look it up while you thanks, continue Thanks. Go, go ahead on. and do yeah. that. I believe he scored 21 points. I mean... Oh, you got a stat right. I did. He also took 25 shots. Yeah, that's not the best. Well, how many shots did Westbrook I don't take? care how many shots. <laughs> Russell Westbrook's going to take a billion shots a night anyway. Yeah. Devin was, Booker. Yeah, but seriously, how, he scored 50 points, but yeah, how many shots is that? 44. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, his efficiency does need to pick up a little bit, and I hope it will once, uh, particularly if uh, Warren continues to play the way he's he's playing. Warren was thirteen for eighteen. Yeah, I mean, <sighs> he, was, he was eight for eight at one point. That's what Alex Len then, should like, be doing. Eleven, ten for eleven. Alex Len was one for four. 
Alex Len is a train wreck. Mm, fair. <laughs> oh boy. I'm I'm hard out on Alex Len right now. I am. They should have released him and kept uh, Archie Goodwin. I mean, let uh, Archie Goodwin play center. Maybe he'd be better. <laughs> I mean, with having Bender and Chris on the team, I think I'm wondering if Len is trying to force stuff because he's afraid of losing his job, which him forcing stuff is pushing him towards losing his job. I would I would think that could be possible if so, he hasn't sucked the same for the past three years. And he's still going to make $17 million next well, year. Let's not talk about that again. Ridiculous. Yeah, okay. All right, so... But... Suns covered, though. They did. They covered. So actually, tom- and tomorrow night, tomorrow night, big secret, folks, we're recording on Saturday night. Uh, tomorrow night... <laughs> The Suns play the Golden State Warriors. Ooh. That uh, should be a an interesting game. I feel like the way the Suns have looked so far... Isn't that going to be a good game? No, you know, I... <laughs> if you're worried, it's going to be a good game. You know what? They're, 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 if I was a betting man... The Warriors are if. eleven and uh, yeah. Why do you say that? If Paul, if I never said you bet for money. Just if, <laughs> just if eleven and a half point favorites. I, I think the Suns are going to sneak up and do something crazy tomorrow and actually make. I don't think they're going to win, but I think they're going to make a game of it. And when I say game, I mean they're going to lose by eleven points or less. I think. I can see that. If anything, like Steve Kerr's, like maybe. Chilling in Phoenix because he's back Phoenix in the old bone. home stage. Like, just like, hey, you know, I'll... I'm, I'm going to rest some guys. Yeah. He's going to start pulling, like, the spurs early. Then again, I guess I guess maybe if he was going to do that, probably wouldn't be against the Suns. Well, if you're going to rest guys, you're definitely going to rest them against a team like the Suns. No, but I mean, like, if he's going to throw somebody a bone, it's probably yeah. not the Suns. Yeah, no. Uh, any, that being said, I... I was going to go into Robert Sullivan thing, said, but you know, actually, we don't need to talk about that. Um, question, I will ask you, even though I know the answer, but you make up stats, so maybe it'll help me out here. Yeah. Did Jared Dudley dunk in either of the first two games? In fact, no. It's funny, when you have a bet on the line, you don't make up stats. All the, all the other times <laughs> you do. Um, but, yeah, he didn't. So, we're still sitting at... Zero dunks. Yes, and four dunks to go until you eat a sock. Because <laughs> yeah. Paul's Paul, and he says things like that randomly. And yeah. He gets a little flustered, folks, when you put him on the spot. Fairly it so, I guess. Uh, James Harden. Yeah. 17 assists? Yeah. Has he ever had 17 assists in... I won't even say a game. Do you think he's ever had 17 assists in a span of three games in his career? I almost don't think James Harden has 17 assists in his entire career. And he goes and plays for Dan Tony, so he gets 17 assists? Something is amiss. Actually, I don't know if it's something is amiss. I think um, Dan Tony might have uh, unleashed him a little bit. Um, I did, think- did he play any defense? It's D'Antoni. That's why I'm D'Antoni asking. D'Antoni and so. James Harden. Just, just making James, sure. James Harden is... Just making sure nothing too crazy is happening. James Harden is... If you took D'Antoni's system and molded it into a player, you get James Harden. 
maybe Dan Tony should grow one of those huge beards. That would be that amazing. Would be awesome. <laughs> that would be amazing. Can Who somebody else? Photoshop that? Who else? <laughs> I'm sure somebody Throw it could. in the comments. Not going to be me, but... Oh, yeah. Maybe. I don't know. You might make it the picture of the next episode. I'm just picturing other people that I, I would want to see with gigantic <laughs> beards now. I feel like I want to see Steve Nash with a gigantic beard. Yeah. Actually, I feel like Steve Nash could might grow a gigantic beard someday. I haven't seen seen Steve Nash in a long time. Oh, the Indians just hit a three-run home run. Well, that game's over. Yeah. Um, prove me wrong, yeah. Cubs. But I haven't seen him in a long time, so he maybe he has a gigantic beard. I don't know. He's coaching the Warriors, so. Steve Nash is coaching the Warriors? He's a shooting uh, consultant of some type. Makes sense. I feel like Steph Curry could use one of those and Clay Thompson. I, I, don't, I don't feel like I they're, think that, Nash, they're, they're not that great at shooters. So. No. <laughs> is he really? He, he's some kind of consultant for him, yeah. Don't, do you have a job? Why do you pay attention to all this stuff all the time? I'm lucky if I squeeze in it's Suns not- games. Jeez. It's not that I pay attention to it all the time. It's just my brain is very good at remembering things that are useless to my daily life of making money <laughs> and doesn't remember stuff that is useful towards that. Your wife is a lucky lady. No, I'm, a lucky, I'm a lucky guy because Your wife is a lucky she makes lady. a lot of money. I was being, Jesus, I was being facetious anyway. <laughs> anyway, Paul, I'm going to cut you off. I feel like you need to stop talking tonight. You're talking about our poor friend in Philly and... Yeah, all right anyway so i think that can bring this episode of the bright side of the suns for the fans by the fans i got i almost said it i have this big problem folks with saying by the fans no for the fans by the suns i don't know why i just do probably because i feel like they owe us something at this point i mean come on it's been what, 92, what, 24 years since we got to the championship? Is that right? 24 years? You're better at math than me, and I'm the accountant. It's not coming soon either, unfortunately, folks. 2019, that's when it's coming. 2019? I can work Y'all write that. that down. Paul, write it down. I'll make it my yearbook quote. <laughs> Smart. Like the guy that, yeah, there's yeah. a guy who, the, the Cubs, Cubs are going <laughs> to go to the World Series in 2016. Well done, sir. Maybe he should have said they're going to win it in 2016, and they wouldn't be losing right now. Yeah. So it's all his. He's like the new Bartman. Yeah. Yeah. Poor guy. Poor guy. So, but at any rate, folks, as always, thank you for listening. Justin, Paul, we'll be back at you next, next week. Hopefully. Hopefully with another pod. Uh, hopefully you enjoyed it. If you have any questions, comments, want to yell at us, make fun of us, make fun of Paul most likely, um, feel free to hit us up on Twitter. My handle is so says J, and Paul's is Dervish of World. Just Dervish, no the. No, not enough characters. Sure. Can, we, can we point out? Did you just completely rip off my old fantasy football name and make it your <laughs> make it your Twitter handle? No, don't. No, no there's a stat you made up again because the answer is yes. No, it yes. came from my yes. son. I had that name before you had your son. So <laughs> this is true. But yep. have you seen I my win. son? I win. I win. I win. I win. Um, Actually, it was supposed true. to be Lord Dervish of World, but I couldn't fit the Lord. It seems, jeez, very high thinking of yourself. Anyway, so thank you again for Look listening, folks. <laughs> okay, I will. No, I'm. I'm not going to. But. Maybe somebody out there will fill me in. 
at so says Jay. Uh, thank you for listening. Until next time, have a good morning or afternoon or evening, depending on when you're listening, and we will catch up with you all soon. Adios. Spanish. Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical.